0: welcome to pre-k spot talks i am melissa your host and the founder of pre-k spot the spot for early childhood educators to open up their teaching i am your guide down the open-ended child-led teaching path and together we will explore strategies and ideas so that you may open up your teaching to less stress more engagement and an overall joyful, child-led classroom. Hello, hello, educator friends, and welcome back to another episode of Pre-K Spot Talks. I'm your host, Melissa May, and this is Season 5, Episode 6, all about meetings in the classroom and the magic of a meeting. And you may not have heard, or you may have heard, that today is the opening day available for my brand new course called Magical Morning Meetings. This course is all about turning your circle time from a long, more traditional circle time to a engaged, exciting, child-led meeting that starts your day right. It includes so many bonuses from friends like Laura from Little Stories That Stick who shares about storytelling and morning meeting. We also have Jocelyn of Circle Time Success who shares her songs. And then we also have a bonus by Meg Thompson about the behavior around morning meetings. I also provide a bonus on puppets and there's just so much in this course that is going to take your morning meetings to the next level. It's only available for a short time. You definitely don't want to miss it. So go check it out in the show notes after you're done listening to this episode. So let's get into it. Today we're about to unravel a topic that, believe it or not, can turn the classroom into a powerhouse of creativity, collaboration, and community. I am a true believer in a meeting. And when we're talking meetings, we're talking all different kinds of meetings, one-to-one, whole group, small group, problem-solving circles, closing meetings, morning meetings, whatever you want to call them. Imagine a circle of eager little faces, wide-eyed, hands fidgeting with excitement. This isn't just a gathering. It's the heartbeat of a living, breathing classroom community. You might wonder, why bother with meetings at such a young age? This can be sometimes a, a little bit of a debate but I bet you can't stumble across a teacher who doesn't do at least one type of meeting in some way, shape, or form. Well, I stumbled upon a delightful piece of research that beautifully highlights the power of routines and predictability for our tiny humans. Dr. Emily Pine, a renowned child psychologist, likens young children's brains to little boats in a vast ocean. The routines They act as the anchors, giving them a sense of security amidst an unpredictable waves of growing up. Now bring this analogy to our classrooms, our little meetings. They're those anchors that we were talking about, giving our young learners a consistent space to express, to share, to belong. We might also say that play anchors the classroom, which it probably does, but remember many big boats have many anchors. And speaking of belonging, Let me share a story that melts my heart. Little Jamie, new to Miss Ray's room, was naturally a bit reserved. The classroom meetings, they became his spotlight moments. In one of the sessions, he shared a toy dinosaur narrating a story of its grand adventures. And I can tell you a little bit more that this little guy didn't really talk a lot. But for some reason, the circle time, or morning meeting as we call it, really became a time for him to connect with others, and he loved doing shares. He loved listening to shares, and he loved doing a share, and that's when we heard him really get into things with language for the first time. These meetings aren't just about sharing toys or stories. They're bridges connecting young little hearts, building a community where every voice matters. So, one more metaphor for you today. If our classroom is a garden, well, you know I love the garden metaphor, these meetings are like the morning sun, warming every bud, ensuring they bloom in their own unique way. Next, we're going to dive into the nitty-gritty of crafting the perfect classroom meeting. Get your notepads ready, and remember, in this world of early childhood, even the simplest gatherings can have the most magical impacts. Okay, so let's get our hands dirty. Or should I say chalky? Chalky. <laughs> I know, we haven't really used chalk in the classroom in a while, but you know what I mean. We talked about the why behind these magical meetings, and now it's time to craft our own meeting masterpiece. But where do we start? Picture this. A cozy circle, a bunch of excited little munchkins ready to dive into the world of wonders. This setup, my friends, sets the stage for magic. It's intimate, it's inclusive, and it's the perfect little cocoon for every little butterfly to be. Now, let's break it down, shall we? Every masterpiece has its elements. For our classroom meeting, they include the all-important sharing time. Imagine it, a tiny stage where every kiddo gets to be a star from Teddy's weekend adventure to Anna's new dance moves. Another reason you may have a meeting is planning time. You wanna get your children's input. If you've been around a while, you know I always say to ask the children. You can have a planning meeting or you can include planning time into one of your other meetings. But this can be where the kids get to choose the next storybook or decide on which corner of the room needs a makeover. It's all about the teamwork and dreaming together. Ever heard the saying, a problem shared is a problem halved? Enter the problem-solving circle. It's not just about resolving conflicts, but learning the art of empathy, perspective, and of course, some good old negotiation. This is where children can really start to dig deep into hearing other people's opinions, and really becoming more flexible. And then another kind of meeting that you can have, or another part of a meeting, is a review and feedback time, also known as reflection, also known as closing circle. It's like the reflective pond where every duckling gets to see its progress and ruffle its feathers proudly. So let's take a look into a colleague's class. She had a magic box in the center during their meeting times. Every day, one item was pulled from it. Maybe a feather, a pine cone, or even a shiny button. The kids would then share stories, plans, or solutions revolving around this magical item. Imagine the whirlwind of creativity that was stirred up. We used to do something similar. I used to love having a mystery bag. A mystery anything can provide so much learning in a meeting time. They can guess, they can touch, they can predict, we can give clues. There's so much that you can do with a mystery bag or a mystery box or a mystery anything. And just for a bit of inspiration, meetings are also a canvas for multimedia wonders. Charts, projectors, even the old school puppet show can all play a part in making meetings a really memorable affair. Puppets really stand to hold a strong place in meetings, and I'm going to do an entire episode about that for next week. So now that we've discussed a few bits and pieces of what can be included in our meetings or how we use our meetings, we are going to get into the challenges that might come our way and learn how to surf them with style. Now, are we ready to dive deep and surf the sometimes choppy but always rewarding waters of a classroom meetings? Let's hope you have your life jackets on, because it's time for the challenges, and they're oh-so-creative solutions. Every adventure, no matter how splendid, comes with its own set of dragons to slay, and our classroom meeting adventure is no exception. So first up, our tiny little treasures, their attentions and their attention spans. It's like holding a butterfly, delicate and ever-flitting. But here's a trick. Interactive activities. Maybe a quick Simon Says in between a two-minute wiggle dance. Always moving. My kids sit for no more than five minutes at a time. And ooh, balancing voices. In our symphony of young minds, ensuring every flute, drum, and trumpet gets its solo is crucial. For this, a talking stick or my personal favorite, a magic mic... Not an actual microphone, just a fun prop, or could be an actual microphone because they have those wireless ones now that are amazing. My kids love it when we use the like the echoey voice. Um, This helps ensure that when one speaks, the other listens. Sometimes people have also had the talking teddy or the talking stick, pretty much any object or anything that can signal who is speaking. Now let's talk about what to do when you have those tiny tornadoes. You know, the kids full of energy, always bouncing off the walls. During meetings, sometimes these children can become a really dominant voice. Kind of, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease. um, And it sometimes overshadows others. So how do we balance it? You balance it with activities. Having lots of different movement activities. We already mentioned a couple. Another one that is really great is the story dice method rolling a dice with pictures, and every child gets a unique prompt to share, ensuring that each voice is heard and valued. Coming up with lots of opportunities so that children get to share in a more structured manner. That way you ensure that you can have times where only a few kids share, but kids still felt heard. You want to balance between the two because, you know, sometimes you, you don't all get to have, say what you want to say, but sometimes you do. Another challenge, conflicts. Oh, the drama of who gets the blue crayon or whose turn it is to be the superhero. But within these mini melodramas lie golden lessons of empathy and resolution. Using role play or story metaphors, children can be guided to see different perspectives. So this can be an activity you do during meeting to teach these things, or you might have conflicts that come up during meeting, like if you are getting something to draw with and they're fighting, or you're trying to argue about who gets which cushion or who's sitting next to who. I once heard about a friend where there were two little ones and they disagreed about pretty much everything. And in this case, they were having a disagreement about a tower and their teacher spun it into a story of two architects from faraway lands, each with a unique vision. And by the end, not only was their resolution, but the tower was a fusion of both of their ideas together. So sometimes, you know, in early childhood, while it can be exhausting... All we have to do is redirect a little into a story or a little bit of a game, and before you know it, the kids are focusing on what actually needs to be focused on, not the issues. So remember, my dear listeners, every challenge in a classroom setting is a doorway to countless learning moments. It's all about the perspective and the sprinkle of creativity. Now, in the final part of this episode, we have surfed the waves, and now it's time to find our treasure. Remember, the real magic isn't in just in avoiding challenges, but in turning them into our most memorable adventures. So let's uncover the treasures that we've unearthed during our classroom meeting adventures. Grab your maps, and let's decode the X marks the spot. In every meeting, every inter- interaction, there are nuggets of gold. These aren't just words or activities, but the life skills, the memories, and the bonds that form between our little adventurers. Have you ever observed that gleam in a child's eye when they share, or the triumphant lift of their shoulders when the group applauds their idea? That right there is the confidence being built brick by brick. And I mean, of course, the stories, the tales that they weave, drawing from their experiences and making connections and their dreams and even their challenges. It's like watching a painter with every story adding vibrant strokes to the canvas of their minds. So in the words of Mr. Rogers, play is often talked about as if it were a relief from serious learning. But for children, play is serious learning. And within the realm of our classroom meetings, this serious learning takes on a joyful dance. So let's just imagine. Imagine we're in a class that after a meeting we have treasure box time. Children scribble down their favorite part of the meeting or something new they learned and tuck it into this box. At the end of the month, they'd open it and bask in their collective memories of joy and discovery. So again, our kids probably aren't writing things, but you can do this by doing a check-in right after a meeting. Do a quick check-in, talk to the kids, or even ask them to share and then write them down. Sometimes during meeting times, I don't always write because it takes a little bit longer and then they're sitting for longer. This is when you break out the recording device. And then all you do is you take five minutes during lunch, or five minutes during a prep, or five minutes at the end of the day, and you quickly type up what they said. So then you have it in a document. So while our journey through meetings is filled with tales and tasks, it's these little memories that weave the tapestry of childhood. And as educators, the privilege to be a part of this tapestry making is the true treasure. So, as we seal the magic of this episode, I want to leave you with this thought. Our classroom meetings, with all of their vibrancy and vivacity, are more than just gatherings. They are mini universes where stars are born, where galaxies of imagination spiral, and where every little astronaut finds their space. Meetings are really the heartbeat of the classroom after play. It's the place where they get to come together and talk about their play or the place they get to come together and plan their play or a place they get to come together and just hear what everybody else has to say and everybody together. And if you do small groups, it's the same thing. It's more intimate. One-to-ones help solve things. Problem-solving circles bring children together as a community and take ownership of things that are happening. And then your closing circles and your morning meetings are there to start your day and end your day on the right foot. So hold on to these memories, cherish the moments, and always, always keep the spirit of exploration alive. That's it for this episode. We'll see you in the next one. Until then play on.